Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ilya Dragunov, the star. Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Emil Ash, and Chino Liao all checking in on a Thursday live stream. Uh, Rowan was supposed to be here, but he called in sick. Uh, Ro was supposed to be here, but work happened and he couldn't get out of his work event. So you're stuck with the three of us for the next hour and change. But as always, marami pa rin tayo pag-uusapan. Thank you to everybody for joining us tonight, by the way. I know that today was particularly hot in, in the worst way. Tapos nagkalindol pa. So I hope that everybody's just keeping it together. Nakapot ba yung lindol dyan sa naga, Emil? No. Sobrang malayo siya. So I didn't even feel it. Okay, that's good. Ikaw, Chino, naramdaman mo ba? Honestly, no. <laughs> no. Like, All right. Good for you. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I felt it. A bunch of other people felt it. And as soon as I felt it, I saw it now on, on Twitter. Lindol, earthquake, and all that stuff. But uh, the good old N, uh, MDRMMC or whatever whatever they're called didn't even send an alert. So yeah. thanks, guys. Sobrang helpful. <laughs> Sobrang helpful nitong ano to, service na to. Anyway, uh, let's the say hi to Martin. You and the NDRMMC. Yeah, that's the one. Who cares? Uh, they, didn't, they didn't get it right today. Uh, saying what's up to Martin, who's joining us hey. in the chat. Thank you so much for making time for hey, us, Martin. Martin. Hope to see you this Sunday at MWF Action Novelas Gigil at Romanza. Uh, for that Bruce is there. <laughs> yeah, Bruce just checked in. He actually <laughs> forgot it was Thursday. <laughs> We're worried, Bruce. We're <laughs> Good to know that you're kicking. Good to know that Bruce Lim is alive and kicking. Yeah, it's it's, it's always a good day when we know that uh, our friends are still with us, right? All right, uh, let's get to some plugs before we talk about the week in wrestling. As always. Uh, we had a watch party over the weekend, over the last couple of weekends, actually, because of the pay-per-view slash premium live events Naginaganap. And these are part of the benefits that you get if you join our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. All right. So, again, we just had the watch party for Money in the Bank a couple of weeks ago for Forbidden Door. So, if you want to get in on that for future watch parties and to enjoy the other benefits of uh subscribing to our Patreon, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast when you can subscribe for as low as $5 or 270, 280 pesos, you know, local currency. Um, you can uh, join in on our Discord community when you subscribe. Uh, we have the watch parties there. 
And you can also interact with your fellow podcast and talk to us about everything and anything you like. Uh, of course, wrestling, sports, fashion, memes, everything and anything. Yeah, so you could uh, chat with us about that on our Discord. Also, we have our pasabais. Uh, so if you want to get in on that uh, and get your authentic wrestling merch, you could uh, get it through us. And you can also enjoy the review content of the weekly wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Collision, uh, and some uh, local wrestling events as well, courtesy of Rowan ASH. And uh, by subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here on the podcast. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thank you very much, Emil. Uh, we've also got another event happening in exactly a month. That is August 6th, Sunday morning. And that is our viewing party for SummerSlam. So that's going to be at Skinny Mike's BGC in cooperation with our friends from Geek Talk PH, Cinegalactic Shark, Legend Dennis, the rest of the crew. They're going to be there. We hope to see you there for a SummerSlam viewing party. Uh, historically, they haven't really pulled in as big of a crowd as you know, WrestleMania or the Rumble. But we'd like to change that. And we can do that with your help, especially since... Uh, pag mas marami kayong nag-commit, mas marami kayong bumili ng tickets once we start selling them, then mas mayingan nyo rin kami magpamigay ng prizes kasi yung sponsors natin, di ba? They'll start showing Alam up. Alam ko, sabihin mo, mas kayaman tayo eh. <laughs> uh, given na yun. That's, that's uh, part of the deal, right? So, uh, stick around for yung details. Please stay tuned to our social media kasi doon namin ipopost yung link for the tickets to the SummerSlam viewing party again in cooperation with Geek Talk PH and our friends from Skinny Mike's BGC Sunday morning yun. Wala kayong kaagaw sa parking. Wala rin sanang kaagaw sa traffic. Kasi who drives to BGC on a Sunday morning? But you're on your way out of BGC on a Sunday morning if you get my drift. All right. Uh, let's get to talking about money in the bank because we have to. Uh, we have so much to break down coming off of that premium live event from last Sunday. And let's start with the tribal chief, the head of our table, Roman Reigns, who took an L. And of all people, it was Jey Uso, very fitting, uh, who actually pinned the tribal chief. So, uh, dito, guys, do you think Roman should have actually taken the pinfall loss before losing the undisputed WWE? Universal Championship. Let's start with Emil. Let's get your thoughts out there. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, actually, predicted this na uh, Jay will pin Roman uh, dito sa Money in the Bank because for, for me, Jay pinning Roman was the next step in the Bloodline story. Because you know, it, it all goes back full circle uh, when this really started with Roman tormenting Jay. So for me, the natural course of everything leads to here, which is. It's the other way around. Jay Uso pinning Roman. So whether Roman loses the title to Jay or not, it doesn't really matter. But what what is important is, you know, Jay has uh, Roman at least uh, got his comeuppance from Jay. All right, uh, Ikao Chino, what do you think about uh, Roman taking a visible pinfall loss here, especially with how big of a deal it became in the eyes of the people? Yeah, it's it's very big and it is symbolic because it sets Roman up for vulnerability. We all thought that for the past three years or so he was untouchable. He was the yeah, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the right? and then all this happens, and then he loses to his cousin, who he spent a better part of these three years bullying. So it's very symbolic because it shows that he can be beat. And if he can be beat, then that means that he's that much closer to dropping the title. 
So uh, we're headed towards SummerSlam, and a lot of people are already predicting that it's Jay who's gonna challenge. And parang natural naman ito, diba? Natural prog- progression of things. It's just kind of odd that uh, let's say, you know, that Roman versus Jay is actually for the championship. This will be Roman's first title defense since WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, been how many months now? It's like three months, four months since uh, WrestleMania come August. So yeah, uh, so <laughs> yeah. The 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 biggest complaint online is that Roman is starting to look like Brock here in that he hasn't defended the title as often as say like a workers champion like Seth Rollins who defended it on NXT, diba? So, yung, nakikita ko yung point ng mga tao, but then at the same time, I also understand that from a promotion standpoint, you, like what MJF is saying, he wants to to turn, uh, Roman wants to be the draw, diba? They want to make him a, a star attraction, diba? And therefore, making him defend in as little time as possible or as less, as little times as possible makes each and every title defense special. Diba? Whereas with somebody that Except Rollins, yes, maganda yung match, but sometimes it's almost Roman Reigns defending as little as he does as it is. Parang each match, it makes it more must-see. Kasi lalo na coming off of this event where he lost via pinfall, mas mag mas magbe-build yung doubt sa utak ng mga tao and mas kakampis na kay Jey Uso because it's it's that much more believable now that he might drop it. I mean, it might not happen, but it's still that much more believable. Yeah, maganda tong point na ni Reyes Mochino na um, there's... Kita mo talaga yung difference between Roman who only defends every once in a while like Brock Lesnar used to do versus si Seth na halos every week merong title defense. So babalik ko yung tanong sa inyo. Uh, I'll start with Emil. Ano mas gusto mo? Yung uh, championship defense like every week or every other week tulad ni, tulad ni Seth or yung sobrang once in a while lang na tulad nga ni Roman he hasn't defended since WrestleMania noong April? Honestly, I prefer the second option. Kaya nga, I, it's good that we have Another world championship, yun yung workers' championship, the one that gets defended every week. But a star like Roman, like may point this to China, a star like Roman, pag yung matches niya sobrang, like rarely, it becomes more must see. The more people will, you know, will, will watch, watch the thing, kasi he only defends the title very rarely. So I'd go with the second one. You go, Chino. I will go with what we have right now, which is Roman defending as a less and less. Because when you say I'm an old school wrestling fan, so when you say workhorse title to me, was the IC title or the US title, you know, because that's what they use to reward your hard work. Right? They see if you're ready for the big stage and they put you in these quote unquote work rate matches. Not, not that I'm a wrestler, so I can use the term. And then if you're ready, that's when they prime you up for the big leagues. Right? That's where they put the big title on you. Now that said, yung title defenses ni Roman Kahit sabihin mong once every three months lang, each and every single time, he's always been able to tell a story. You watch it, mahaba siya, and he tells us, he weaves a tale in, in the, the ten or so minutes that he wrestles in the ring, diba? So parang, for me, that's a lot more special because you're watching a, a special event, a live TV moment happen after so many months of build-up. 
Whereas with Seth Rollins, it's not as special to me anymore. Yeah, like I said, sometimes it's a little predictable. Yeah, the match will be good against Braun Breaker, but nobody expected Braun Breaker to win, right? That's being mong, oh, Seth is resting injured. They're not going to put the title on Braun Breaker, guys. Let's be real, right? But with somebody like Roman Reigns, who has time to tell the stories, who makes every single moment special, yun yung mas gusto kong na-enjoy ko as a wrestling fan. I want to go back on something that you said, Emil. Because you said, World Heavyweight Championship, a Workers' Championship, right? Um, it's weird because it, it's just weird saying that out loud. Even though there are a lot of online, diba? whether it's on Twitter or in the articles. Because to say Workers' Championship, you're in the ng industry. Eh. But when you think about it, let's say you're in, you're in the story, diba? you're a wrestler trying to challenge for a championship. You want... Uh, you don't care about workers' championships, but it's a world championship. You don't yeah. care kung designated siya for the workers only. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? Yes, Parang yes. weird to, to say it from our perspective as a viewer if you're gonna put it naman through the lens of the characters who are all competing for the title. But then at the same time, ang nagsabi naman yun, yung wrestler mismo eh, diba? Did it Seth Rollins himself say that? That he wanted yeah, to be no, a you're right. champion? So, you're right, so you're right. Seth did say that. Yeah, so it's not totally uncalled for because he's involving us in the conversation. I, w- I wouldn't right? say that it's, it's uncalled for. More of naging part na siya ng wrestling discourse. Eh. Naging part na siya ng wrestling vocabulary. And I think that's what I kind of take an issue towards. Na parang, bakit natin, siya, bakit natin ginagawang meta ito? Yung fact na it's the workers' championship. Di parang nagkakaroon tuloy siya ng label. Whereas... Uh, if it's a world championship, it's a world championship full stop. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, no, I can see, I can see why, why that might be a problem. But then at the same time, if you're really going to break it down, titles are in yun eh, diba? So like, they they're both supposedly they're supposed to be on equal footing, diba? And yet sometimes, diba? Because perhaps lang top titles for both brands. Yeah. Right, but and yet there's this argument that's happening na mas special yung kay Roman Reigns over this Seth Rollins title that he's trying to make special. So bakit nangyayari yung conversation na yun? Diba? Is it because Roman Reigns has had the title longer? Is it because nobody believes Seth deserves the top title? Why is that? Diba? Parang kung See, break down I, I, yun, I think the problem is at some point, na integrate sa wrestling uh, dialogues or wrestling monologues yung workers' championship na label when it really it's more of like an insider term. So I'm not gonna blame anyone specifically. It just happened over time, right? But now, so sige, let's assume, di ba, na you have uh, the workers' championship label for the title uh, set is holding. What happens when Cody finishes the story? Ah, di siya worker because he's not holding the workers' championship. You see how ridiculous it sounds? No, I, but I don't think that's the converse. That I don't think that's a talk point that'll happen. If anything, of course not. I'm, I'm saying that because of the label, it's gonna sound that ridiculous. Yeah, no, but at the same time, they're not building Cody as a as a worker, worker, right? They're they're co- focusing on the story of Cody Rhodes, right? Of the, of winning the title that his dad never got to win. So yeah, you gusto na ng going with Cody. I don't know if where this where this whole workers. Cody as a worker uh, concept is coming from. Pero ako, ang nakikita kong argument dito is that if Cody Rhodes does win the title from Roman, if he does become the guy to do that, 
then hindi mo naman maiisip agad yun na parang, ah, bakit yun yung hinabol ni Cody? Eh, yun yung goal niya in the beginning, eh. Diba? That's what he challenged for in the first place. He didn't yeah. challenge for Seth's title. He didn't challenge for any other title. He challenged for Roman's title. And that's the title he wanted kasi at the time, that was the significant title in the company. Yeah. Uh, um, absolutely. But the, the point naman for Cody is to go after the championship uh, with a lineage that his dad was never a part of, not the one that Seth had just started in 2023. So I get that. What I'm saying is that um, it, it all goes back kasi to Emil having mentioned the label, right? Workers' right. Championship, which is why I caution everyone when you start using insider terms. Because once you start using insider terms, sometimes uh, it, it starts to um, lead to yung mga logical leaps, diba? Like yun nga, or you call Seth's championship the, the workers' championship. So if Cody or Jay Uso or Sami Zayn wins it from Roman Reigns, and hindi na sila worker. So I'm, I'm just trying to point out how illogical it is, which is why I caution against using these terms so willy-nilly and out in the open. Yun lang, yun lang. Uh, Emil, sorry, I cut you off a few moments earlier. Was there a point that you wanted to uh, get out? No, uh, I'd just like to say Roman's title reign is kind of in the middle of you know, appearing every week, defending every week, compared to what Brock did when he was the champion. Because when when Brock was the champion, th- this is why people must have complaints then when he was a champion. Because he talaga siya when he defends, when he's nearing or when he's defending the title. While while as Roman, even though he doesn't uh, defend the title very often, you would see him every week on TV. He, they would they would progress the storyline. He will always be on TV, or you will always have these. Matches now, even though non-title, but you'll still get to see the champion. So it's a perfect, mm-hmm. for, it's a perfect balance for me. Yung what woman is doing uh, right now. All right. Uh, to answer Bruce's question, no, the World Heavyweight Championship mm-hmm. today has a brand new lineage in which Seth is the first and only champion. So it doesn't carry on your lineage from uh, the big old belt. That Randy Orton or Edge, Cena, Brian, Goldberg, Triple H have all held. All right, uh, we've got more Money in the Bank fallout coming your way in a bit. We'll talk about Finn, Mr. and Miss Money in the Bank, and LA Knight. But first, let's take a break and hear from our other podcasts right here on Podcast Network Asia. All right, let's talk about the World Heavyweight Championship, uh, specifically the one guy who challenged Seth at Money in the Bank, that's Finn Balor. And I want to ask you guys what you thought of um, how he looked coming out of Money in the Bank. Because he lost basically because Damian Priest came out and was a distraction, but not for Seth, but for Finn. So Chino, what do you think about how that went down? Because uh, it plays out on the road, right? Like, Priest tries to cash in on his title. Finn, no, no, he, he did it in Money in the Bank. He appeared. Dito ba yun? Okay, sorry. It happened it's, both times. But yeah, he, diba, he actually diba, appeared cash in, at tapos, Money in the Bank. Diba, uh, he, he failed, basically. Hindi naman yan today yung cash in niya, so it's fine. But it, it, it makes... Parang, I, I, I don't want to say it, but they might be setting up for a uh, Judgment Day uh, breakdown here. They might be turning Damien Oh, I think that's pretty clear. We've been calling that for weeks on the show. They might be turning Damien Priest into Batista trying to... Because I don't want to see Judgment Day break up, especially after I saw that Abbey Road picture they took. I like Judgment Day. I like the the group dynamic that they have. It's just that now they're trying to sow seeds of dissension within the foursome, trying to make Damien Priest a bigger deal 
so that when it does break down, siya yung lalabas on top, and then the three other guys in Judgment Day ma ma relegate na sila ulit, diba? So, I I don't know, man. I I want I love Finn Balor. Out of the four of them, champion ako gusto ko. So it's it's hard for me to say that he looks like an ineffective leader at this point, like an ineffective top guy of the Judgment Day. But that's how they're painting him to be. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that Chino said the Judgment Day is on its way to collapsing. While the bloodline is also collapsing, so parang ano yon yung top two heel factions was sabay sila nag-implode, de ba? You you yun nga eh, de ba? So parang ano yun back to zero na ulit sila in terms of heels. Like are we gonna have a a, a period where there are just awkward heels now, <laughs> de ba? Parang ba temporary alliances of heels. It's I don't know. Man. I don't want to go back to that. Sana hindi. Sabi ng nila, may period pa. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. You wanna put damage control, but it's also uh, in dissension uh, as of this moment. So, yeah, all heal factions except Imperium are you know breaking down. Um, to to answer the question of how Finn looked after Money in the Bank, for me, it's fine that he lost because the story here is not really uh, Finn versus Seth. The story here is the 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 dissension the breaking uh the, the breaking up of the judgment day and then they're now setting it up and I, i'm just sad because initially when the the current uh current uh, current uh judgment day was formed i thought finn was going to be the single star he's going to be the breakout single star of this group but now it, you know as we go as time goes by here the more that it looks that uh the more na si Damian Priest yung magiging yung magiging breakout star dito sa Judgment Day and I'm fine with it it's just like it's just that you know Finn for, I like Finn and I want him also to be uh, a main event or world champion pero as of this moment I I think they are they they're picking Damian Priest uh, more than than Finn Balor Eto, pinoint out ni Babyface producer Jasper from behind the scenes. Finn has been taking a lot of L's since WrestleMania. Do you guys think Finn is any less of a leader or any less of a threat uh, since WrestleMania season? Mm, in a way, yes. Because um, <laughs> he's supposed to be the leader and yet he's the one who's always losing all these matches. compared As compared to the other group members like Rhea, who's... Uh, having a successful title reign uh, as the women's world champion, then Damian Priest who just won Money in the Bank, so nagbumukasang kawawa. Kasi siya, he doesn't doesn't win anything. Yeah, if anything, ko ako si Damian Priest, I'm also gonna call that in question. Na parang teka lang, bakit ka nag-aras-aras dito? Hindi ka naman nananalo, di ba? So if anything, that's what that's what they're trying to build up to, di ba? Or trying to do here. Uh, in the story. Yeah, uh, it's a great point here. Um, ma- makes you, uh, it-, it actually makes you think na yan atay magiging seeds for the feud, right? Between Finn and Damien. And Damien Priest has actually won a huge match. Money in the bank. And he can wave that in Finn Balor's face and say, nah, what have you won lately? So, I guess there's your story. Diba? Yep, definitely. Yeah. yeah, moving on. Since I mentioned Damien Priest here, let's talk about him as money in the bank. And yung corollary dun is LA Knight not winning money in the bank as most of you wanted to see happen in the predictions episode tayo last week. So, 
do you guys think that this was the right call? And if you're listening, feel free to chime in in the, in the comment section. If you're catching this on the audio-only version, let us know at Wrestling2XPod. What do you think of Damian Priest winning and you know not having LA Knight take down the Money in the Bank briefcase? Let's start with Emil. As much as I, I wanted it, everybody wanted uh, LA Knight to win. I also thought that Damian Priest was the right call. Because um, if you have been watching Raw lately or the last couple of months, they're really trying to push Damian Priest as the next main event star. Uh, on 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 raw so he was um so tama lang yun. they they just they went with the right guy uh pero at the same time i also can't help uh to think that maybe they dropped the ball on la night since he was the most popular guy in the match but i think it's just starting for la night like he hindi hindi pat dito natatapos yung lahat and he's going to get his well-deserved push down the line. But as of right now... If he's not getting money in the bank, what is he getting? Because you have Seth, who looks like he's got a stranglehold on the world title. And you've got Roman Reigns, who's been universal champion for over three years. He should go after... what's LA Knight getting? He should go after... Honestly, he should go after the US title first. Yeah, for me. Go for... Because he's not the title. So, if if they don't want to put him immediately in the world championship scene... Just have him go for the mid card titles. He, he's he's over the naman na yung mas kahit mid card title. He's gonna he's gonna still still gonna be over with the crowd and over with the people. Igaw mm-hmm. Chino, what do you think about all of yes. this? Yes, uh, because the what I saw this is them them being backstage people, you know, officials rewarding Damien Priest for putting in that work for being able to carry. Big event matches, right? like Backlash, all the other matches that he's been a part of, rivalry with Bad Bunny. He's done a, such a good job with those matches. And they rewarded him with this a big a match win versus LA Knight, who, yes, has been hot, but honestly has only been hot in the past few months, right? So, so you have that, and in wrestling, yes, that's important. But you also have a quote-unquote workhorse in Damian Priest, who is proving himself capable for big event matches, diba? So, ang sa akin, ang sa akin, nagigets ko kung bakit na binigay kay Damian Priest yung money in the bank because it's them putting their faith on Damien Priest, in Damien Priest, rather. Right? Especially if he does go up against Seth Rollins or if he does have to do this rivalry with Finn, who are both main event players. Right? So at the end of the day, the LA Knights of the world might look like they are being shorthanded, but they'll get their chance. They'll get their turn. Right? It's, a, it's about sustainability in the long run. And I feel they made the right decision with Damien Priest. Okay, so uh Chino, what do you think LA Knight should get then? Because this guy's not a spring chicken. No offense to LA Knight, yeah. but he's 40 years old. So no, uh, uh, um just realistically limited yung window niya. So what do you do with him when he's the this organically is, over? Is also, Priest is also not getting any younger as he's also uh, they're the same age, yeah. He's also been wrestling for probably longer. Back in the day. So mm-hmm. I agree, they're both not getting any younger, but LA Knight still has the opportunity to go after a mid-card title like Stephanie Emile and maybe face producer Jasper, future US champ. Why, why does he have to be a main event player right away? Why can't he just do 
the mid card first. Why? Why? I I I I'll buy him as a U.S. champion. I want to see that rivalry against Austin Theory, or maybe put him up against Gunther. Or sorry, uh, yeah, Gunther to uh, talk it out on the mic. See how that turns out. It's it's there's a lot more opportunities for LA Knight here. Hindi porket natalo siya sa Money in the Bank tapos na yung career niya. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on here to Miss Money in the Bank, that being EO Sky. What a finish to that match. Uh, we talked about it nung audio-only episode na napaka-innovative nung uh, pagkapanalo ni EO using the handcuffs on Becky Lynch and Bailey, and then stepping over Bailey, climbing over her to make it to the top and to grab the briefcase. Uh, do you think this was the right call? Because everybody was predicting this last week. Oh yes, definitely. This was the right call. Uh, yeah. Because uh, she is so ready to break out as a single star. You, you can see by the crowd reactions that even though she's a heel, people are really cheering her more each and every week. Like let's look at Doom Backlash uh, in her match against Bianca Belair. The roles, the roles were Io was a heel and Bianca was the babyface. But based on the crowd reactions that night, Io was. People were cheering EO more. So they are so, the crowd, the people is so ready for a main event singles babyface. Uh, I'm going to cut you there, Emil, because Backlash was weird. We have to remember yeah, the that yeah. uh, th- them turning on Bianca and cheering EO on was one of those one off uh, double turns from the crowd. So I'm not going to yeah. buy okay. Backlash just yet based on what you pointed out because that's not a recurrent pattern. Yes, EO is yeah. getting cheered. She is popular, but I think that's also because openly didn't define Shani Bailey. Or not defy, yeah. but like open Bailey's openly antagonizing her. Yeah, so she um baby face. And uh the money the bank briefcase was the right uh right way to trigger that. The a full-on baby face turn, maybe a single uh singles a run as a baby face. Because they really need one since Bianca their plans of uh, turning her heel and sino pa ba yung top baby faces on on Raw at this time? Becky, aside from Becky, sino pa So it, for me, EO, she's the next in line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like this, this might probably just be the simp in me, but I had crushed that as winning this match. Wow! <laughs> Only because <laughs> it would set up a crush Becky main view. Uh, or sorry, SummerSlam feud or whatever big title pick, big uh, show picture thing they have going down the line. See, do naman din papunta, di ba? Uh, see, Becky uh, challenged Zoe Stark to a match after, kasi of course, Chris can't wrestle now because she has a broken nose. Pero, ang, and yun yung nakikita kong panggago eh, like a wrench eh, in this mechanic here. Kasi, yun yung, yun yung way na masaset up nila yung big match feel na gusto nila mangyari for this Becky Trish Stratus feud that they have going on. That said, when EO Sky won, I wasn't disappointed. I'm also an EO Sky fan. I also want her to get hers. You know, so it, it, yes, it was unexpected for me, but it's a welcome surprise. So, uh, EO's on SmackDown where Asuka is the, uh, Women's, no, sorry, the WWE Women's Champion. Yun, medyo nakakalito pa rin uh, up to now. So, Io and Asuka, if that's a feud, I, I'd love to see it. Ito nga si Leo is like hoping my English subtitles. Yes, well, maybe not live when it's happening, but I'm sure someone's going to upload it on Twitter or on YouTube or on threads na meron ng subs. So, that's going to be uh, really good. But based on Raw this week, it's like 
uh, pinaparinggan ni Io si Rhea that maybe Io would go back to Raw and go after the Women's World Championship. So uh, I like this for Io Sky. I'm really excited. And uh, let's see which title she goes after and when. Because at this point, she's the second longest reigning Miss Money in the Bank. Right? Because yeah. check the uh. stats. Three of the last uh, six Money in the Bank winners of females, uh, female match have cashed in at that show. And then yes. you had Nikki A.S.H. who held on to it for a day. And then you had Carmella who held on to, on to it until um, the SmackDown after WrestleMania 34. And then there's uh, Io. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nice little fun fact si, right ano there. Si Asuka pa, also for a day because the, yung, yeah, that was that's when the, uh, yeah. Becky announced that she was pregnant. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, also for right. a day. So. Yeah, so women and uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase, man, they don't really stay together very often. Uh, speaking of women's feuds, we've got another one, a new one that uh, started at Money in the Bank, and that's Shayna Baszler turning on Ronda Rousey out of nowhere, costing them the Women's Tag Team Championship. And now it seems like they're going to be feuding at SummerSlam. So first, let's pull the curtain back here and uh, tell you that uh, Ronda Rousey reportedly has a hard out date on her contract. And may mga nagsasabi na she could be out of WWE as soon as right after SummerSlam. Meron din mga reports na Ronda wants to give back to Shayna for getting her in the business, which is why this feud is happening now, where uh, Shayna's feuding with Ronda. So uh, Shayna chokes Ronda out at Money in the Bank. Nung Raw, Ronda demands an explanation, and Shayna Baszler comes out and starts talking about how narcissistic Ronda is and how Ronda doesn't really love the business. Shayna loves the business. Shayna dahilan ko batandito si Ronda Rousey, but it was Shayna who turned on Ronda. So now. A lot of people are asking, Emil, yourself included, sa group chat natin, who's honestly, supposed to be the good guy here. Yeah, what do you think, guys? Because I can't answer this. Yeah, I don't Because I'm going to jump in here because I have go, strong go, go. Feelings, feelings about this. Um, see, I, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make Shayna look like the heel and Ronda look like the face. That's what the WWE wants us to think. Kasi pinamukha nilang kawawa si Ronda Rousey. Which never happens, guys. It never happens. Pero two, two nights in a row, inupakan siya ni Shayna Baszler. Diba? So it, it's a very rare sight to see. However, Shayna Baszler is also saying what's been on our minds for the past few months we've had to put up with Ronda Rousey. Diba? Na she's entitled, she can't wrestle, she's been on TV for far too long, bakit siya nag-jump ng line, Shayna ba- and, and Shayna also puts herself over by saying that she's worked hard, that she put in the time to learn the business. Diba? So how are we supposed, as fans, how are we supposed to cheer against somebody like that who's speaking the truth? This isn't the first time the WWE's done something like this. Now, where they have a heel say what's been on the fans' minds, thinking na, oh, hindi nila magugustuhan to kasi tama tayo. No, that's exactly what we want, diba? They they gave us what we want. So now, how can we boo Shayna Baszler in this scenario? Diba? Are they just gonna make Ronda Rousey look weak all throughout? Kasi pa, hindi naman din yun believable given how dominant she's been in the WWE. Yeah, same same sentiments here. Because the money, the bank, it was for me. It was clear that Ronda was the babyface. Because Shayna was the one who choked her out while yeah. in the middle of their match. Mm. And then I listened to the promo. I listened to the promo on Raw, and I can't help but to do a one eighty and root for Shayna because 
she was she, I felt like she was justified in what she was saying. Why was she justified, Emil? Because you know, like Gino, like what what Gina said, what she was, what she said was basically what most of the fans were were thinking as well regarding. Just because Wanda. the fans are thinking a certain way and you agree with it doesn't make it correct, right? Like sixty yeah, million yeah. people thought it was okay to oh, elect yeah, yeah, someone yeah, yeah. who likes to kill people. Does that make it correct? No, no, no. okay. Uh, but what 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 I'm saying is, um, you know, uh. As, as you see the crowd's reaction to Shayna, so don't 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 not confusion because if you watch that promo in itself, you think that Shayna was the babyface and Ronda was the heel. So right, that's the confusion as to who is really the babyface in this situation, or are they are they gonna pull an audible and do uh you know do a double turn like they did with Becky and Charlotte years ago? So yeah, they could they could, right? Um. Yeah. Uh, while you guys were breaking down yung uh, material ni Ronda and Shayna against each other, napaisip ako eh, kasi you guys are right. The crowd did generally agree with what Shayna Baszler had to say. But the act of telling someone na dapat meron kang utang na loob sa akin kasi akong dahilan kung bakit nandyan ka, that's not an inherently good thing to do or say. Diba? It's a very me, 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 I deserve the credit type of deal. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I see it, if you're a good person or a good character, that's not something you would do or say. Yeah, you have a point there. <laughs> yung, ano, yung point ni Bruce dito na, ano, na uh, fans seem to think that Ronda doesn't respect the business unlike Shayna does. And which Shayna herself tried to say, diba? Yun feeling ko mas parang pwede pa. But like, we don't know what Ronda really is thinking and the way that Ronda Rousey acts you you guys can correct me on this but ha- has she acted like she doesn't respect the wrestling business unlike Shayna based on how she acts in kayfabe hmm, that's interesting I, I, right. I couldn't come up with an example with, about, with that the, the okay, no, no, no. Honestly, I like this conversation. So I had to put my phone down. Because I get where you're coming from. Uh, where, where, How this isn't really as clear-cut as it is. And it's nice, I guess. Because we sides. But then at the same time, between the both of them, between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, who really has been putting the time in? In the business, diba? the Who has been there since the get-go putting in the work? Diba? Not demanding, not acting like a brat. Ayaw niya magpapin kasi it doesn't... Ayaw niya magpatap out kasi she's a shooter. Gusto niya, lagi, gusto niya yung way lang niya. Doesn't want to learn other ways. Has it always been like that for uh, Shayna Baszler? Or has it always been like that for Ronda Rousey? Again, yung mga sinasabi ko, it's all, all based off hearsay and online speculation, di ba? But we've seen these reports before na yung main event in Asamania is ended the way it did because Ronda didn't want to tap to disarm her. And Ronda is, is a notorious stiffer to use an industry term in the ring. Kaya na-injure si Alexa Bliss for as long as she was on the injured roster list. Diba? So there's like there's a lot more against Ronda than for Ronda at this point. For us for us to make the assumption na, teka lang, hindi to masyadong clear-cut eh. It's, a, it's actually a lot clearer than you think. A little murky, sure, but a lot clearer. 
I'm going to say that these are things, like yung mga inungkat ni Chino, these are things that are easy to remember kung diehard fan ka or kung internet fan ka. But we have to also remember na yung target audience ni WWE are the casual people, di ba? Casual mainstream audiences who probably don't care about yung mga uh, haka-haka online, probably don't have the uh, investment level in wrestling to actually dig deep into all the rumors. So let's say let's put ourselves in their shoes. Kung casual ka na wala kang pake sa mga rumors, wala kang pake sa mga backstage goings on. Does that matter to them? Kasi now it comes across as uh Shayna sounding like she's kind of correct, pero si Ronda inattack niya. So if I'm a casual, I wouldn't know who to root for here. Yes, pero to say yeah, you're correct. That it's very deep for me to refer to these things that happen online. But then at the same time, Shayna is the one bringing them into conversation. So she didn't specify what these moments were, but she did uh, say in passing that wrestling fan or dedicated to the business like I am. She brought it up. Diba? So kung, kung invested in the storyline, it's not exclusive to what was just said on TV. Right? People were invested in the storyline, especially because it's very fresh and very new, will find out for themselves what these other details are that Shayna Baszler failed to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see where this is going to go because we still have about a month before SummerSlam, and if this is going to be Ronda Rousey's uh, send-off feud, send-off match, then I'm excited to see how Shayna and Ronda make this work because um, this is a match that people had uh, were, were kind of hoping for once Shayna got called up to the main roster. And I guess Same. we're getting it now, right? Now or never. And yeah. uh, they're finally pulling the trigger on this. So uh, I, I hope we get a good one. As a converted Shayna Baszler fan, I agree. It, if anything, she's going to look so good in this na makakalimutan natin na naging vampire siya for like a month. Diba? Wow. <laughs> if anything, it will result nun. So, so like, I'm so happy for her. She deserves to be put over in such a, an organic way, a better way, uh, shall I say. So, sana, sana ma-pull off na ng maayos. All right. Uh, more money in the bank fallout here. Logan Paul is going to be at SummerSlam and the rumors are that he's going to be in a showcase match. And now I guess uh, it's with Ricochet. Uh, we found that out uh, over the last week. One, because of that uh, supposedly viral spot, yung Spanish fly that uh, probably didn't have as much of an impact as people would have wanted it to have. So ang ginawa daw nila behind the scenes is that they filmed that footage of Logan Paul and Ricochet brawling after the match. Para yun yung gagawin nilang uh, catalyst for this face-to-face on Raw, which will kick off the SummerSlam feud. So, uh, Emil, is this uh, something that would excite you to see Logan Paul and Ricochet go one-on-one? Oh, yes, definitely. Because we have seen these two uh, have these viral moments. Like, for example, in Royal Rumble, when they had that, when they collided on in the air. And then uh, the uh, Spanish fly and then the backstage ball. So... This could, this will guarantee to seal the show at some snap. Pero ito, may tanong na ako sa inyo. Uh, uh, I've been thinking about this earlier, no? Will you, because Logan Paul, wala pa siyang panalo, right? In, in his, uh, on, on, wala pa siyang panalo, no? He, wala yeah, pa siyang wala. panalo since he, he started. He beat the Miz at SummerSlam. Yeah, so that, that was the only one. He, oh, he, he only won <laughs> one match in his uh, matches in WWE. So, 
will you buy a Logan Paul win over Ricochet uh, at SummerSlam? I, I want to ask you that. Why not? Honestly, yes. Uh, first of all, to answer Stan's earlier question, uh, this does not excite me. Nothing about Logan Paul will ever excite me. Wow. However, if he does win against Ricochet, I'd buy it. You know, they have the both of them are are athletic and they have the ability to uh, make this match look good. Uh, will will it top whatever feuds happening, whatever else feuds are happening in WWE? Honestly, no. But I mean, good for Ricochet, right? a viral moment. Uh, in midair and then see what happens. I don't know, man. It's like it's very hard for me to be invested in anything Paul related. Yeah, uh, just to answer Emil's question. I don't see why not. Like, okay, so so what if Logan Paul has only won one match? He has one more win than Sting had in his WWE run. So who cares, right? Uh, this is not uh, this is not the place where wins and losses matter, <laughs> as as uh, if you will. So Logan Paul is a threat. He's a physical threat. He's bigger than Ricochet. Oh, dun palang may may chance tasha because he can go toe to toe with the athletic stuff, right? Uh, last uh, bit here from Money in the Bank before we go to break. Drew McIntyre is back and he got a well-deserved moment at the O2, an arena he's performed in with and with uh, with and outside of WWE. Uh, fun fact, I actually caught him at the O2 during his indie run in uh, the main event of an ICW show in 2016. So uh, it, it's great for me, at least as a Drew fan, to see this uh, come full circle for him. And it looks like uh, he's going to be the next challenger for Gunther's Intercontinental Championship. So clearly, deep sila tapos dating back to their issues from WrestleMania. Chino, what do you think about this one? Yeah, they've put Drew off TV for, for a long time. Been like, yeah, three months. They, we, we all thought that he might be on his way out of the, of the WWE. But I'm glad that he, they proved this wrong in, in such big fashion, such grand fashion. Because... Drew, a hometown hero, so to speak, made his big return and put Gunther on his back. So, uh, ang ganda lang din the moment for him. Whether or not he does succeed against Gunther, who has just been so dominant as a uh, IC champion, it might be another story, though. I'm still on Team Gunther for the, at this point. Ikaw, Emil, do you think Drew can finish the story? Uh... Honestly, yeah, honestly, I don't want Drew to beat Gunther just yet because I think it's I think there it's way too early it's way too early for Gunther to lose the title because I don't think he's gonna move on to the world title scene after he if he loses the IC title now so he's um, he's still gonna be the champion but I, I I'm just glad that he's back and healthy because um, there were times in the last year na. Lagi siyang injured, lagi siyang or uh, he's having health issues. So I'm glad uh, all of that is gone and he's back for good. So I'm looking forward though to um, to their match, possible match, maybe at SummerSlam because it's it's gonna be a show stealer, you know. Because we have seen these two uh, had the great showing at Mania, so they're gonna run it back again for for SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, really excited for Drew McIntyre to be back. Um, I, I have no idea if si, ano ba, si Drew ba yung makakatalo kay Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. So for you guys here, uh, let us know in the comments or hit us up at Wrestling2XPod who you think will eventually uh, defeat Gunther for that title. Because uh, he's like Roman Reigns light at this point. 
So uh, let, let's see, let's see. All right, we'll I mean, take like, one. Oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, if you're going to make that argument about Gunther, what about Austin Theory? He's also had that title for quite some time. Yeah, it's 220 days. So it's not just a one-year mark. Let's revisit Austin Theory when he hits 365. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, we'll take that break. When we come back, we'll talk about some AEW and New Japan stuff. But first, another word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, uh, before we get to uh, talking about some AEW stuff, may magandang tanong si Admin Angelo about Drew McIntyre. So Drew is actually a Raw superstar. So tama lang naman that uh, Drew gets to challenge Gunther, who's also a Raw superstar for the Intercontinental Championship. All right? Uh, walang, ano, walang pag-undermine ng WWE draft dito. Huwag tayong mag-assume. You know what they say when you assume? Emil, pakitapos nga? Uh, he doesn't know. Make <laughs> an ass out of you na. and me. That's what he meant. You make an ass out of you and me. That's right. Guti oh, pa si Chino. Uh, All right, uh, let's talk about some New Japan stuff here because I have to finish the story. And that's exactly what the Mad King did uh, when he won the NJPW Strong Openweight Championship against Kenta during the Independence Day event yesterday. So uh, apparently it's one of Eddie Kingston's wrestling dreams to win a championship at Kirken Hall. And he got to do that. When he took Kenta down with a back fist to the future and the Northern Lights bomb for the three count, uh, Chino, I, uh, what do you think about this? Since I know that uh, you relatively follow the NJPWUS stuff. No, I'm a I'm a big Eddie Kingston fan. Um, that promo that he put up on Instagram, which I was able to catch, made me want to catch the show. Because that promo sends chills down spines. I mean, when he told Kenta that he had to fight against years, na feel koyode, Because it take Eddie Kingston is not a young man. We're talking about wrestlers' age. He's a lot older than all the other wrestlers we mentioned, and he's still doing. He's not fifty. He's not fifty. Fine, but he's still pretty old. He gets me on. He's still pretty old, and he's been doing it for as long as they are, probably a little less. But he's still getting up there, and he, when he talks about how, how much disappointment he's had to go through in his career, every time he's been put aside, stepped over, passed by another wrestler, let me feel me on It's part of his struggle, and it's the struggle that makes Eddie Kingston such a cheerable character. Na parang kahit hindi siya baby face, kahit hindi siya yung face of the company, you still want to root for somebody like Eddie Kingston because he represents what the underdog is actually about. And when he when he faced Kenta, who has been dominant, doon mo na feel na si Eddie the, the emotions that I felt when he won, just I, I had to stand up and clap for him kasi yun, ang ganda ng moment na yun for, for the bad king. Yeah, um, for, for, uh, I also got to catch the promo that he did backstage after the match. And it, he was so emotional. Uh, and I felt myself being emotional as well. Because for me, he's really one of the most relatable characters in wrestling today. Because he's always uh, advocating uh, mental health. 
and things like that. So I'm glad that he won a title uh, finally uh, since a long time, or maybe this is his first major title in a major promotion. So yeah, it's uh, congrats. his first championship in four years. Yeah, so congrats to Eddie Kingston. And um, and it's a great momentum as well for Eddie heading into his first G1 Climax. Now he's a champion. So I'm really looking forward to seeing more of Eddie Kingston in Japan, especially he's going to be in the G1. So props to him and congrats to him. Yeah, uh, I'm happy that the Mad King actually got a championship in New Japan and not his home promotion. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not happy that that didn't happen. It's you know, uh, I think we've talked about how we wanted to see Eddie Kingston become TNT champion or some shit. Uh, you know, so, some years ago. So it's crazy that it's taken this long since Eddie Kingston has been launched into the national international spotlight. Uh, but them's them's the breaks. Uh, especially in this business where almost all of these companies are really stacked to the deck with, uh, or they've stacked the deck with all of these uh, championship level talent from top to bottom. So ayun, um, I'm, I, I hope that he has a great run in the G1. I don't know what his chances are to winning the G1. Uh, I, I think you guys must, uh, must closely follow the New Japan can answer that better than I can. But uh, this is a good thing here for Eddie Kingston and all of his fans. So it's definitely something worth celebrating as Eddie Kingston also celebrates this uh, major milestone. Uh, we're going to close things off here with the um, preview natin for the Owen Cup semis, which is happening over the weekend on Collision. That's Sunday Manila time. Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. That's a match that uh, we haven't seen in like, what, 19 years, I think? They they had that rivalry, that trilogy in ROH where Punk never beat Samoa Joe. So what do you think about them running it back? Emil, I know you said last week that the potential of Punk and Joe uh, being in a ring in 2023 excited you. Now we're actually getting it. We're three days away from it. Yes. I didn't the trilogy, but when I became a wrestling fan, that's like one of the, one of the first uh, one of the first series of matches na talagang hinahanap ko online and talagang tinahin ko download because it was so, like, uh, finding that match back then was so, it was so di- so difficult. So, now, you know, I'll get to see them in a, in a match, in a wrestling match in 2023. That That is an exciting thing for me. And uh, I know, hindi na sila tulad ng dati. I mean, they have, uh, you know, medyo matanda na sila compared to their 2004 selves. But, for me, it's still gonna be a great match, and um, and for me, I think CM Punk wins here because you know he, the story here is that Punk has never beaten Samoa Joe, so you know, so I think CM Punk will finish that side side of his story and finally overcome Samoa Joe. So I'll go with CM Punk here. I am also going to no, actually, I'm going to go with Samoa Joe here just because I want to root against Punk. It's skin. It, it it gets harder and harder to root for uh, Chicago Phil. I wonder I'm why. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why too. You would know, right? So, so I don't know. Because see, Joe has been putting in the work, man. He's been looking so dominant. And yes, the cards are stacked against CM Punk, which wrestling logic will show. Na aman na si Punk. Because secretly, like in my wrestling brain, I know that's. What's going to happen anyway? But in my resting heart, I still don't want Punk to win. All right. Um, very interesting that a lot of the Owen Cup matches are happening on Collision. Uh, 
particularly for the men's side, it was a women's side. We saw um we, we saw Ruby Soho defeat Britt Baker in the first round of the women's uh tournament. Diba? So that's an interesting wrinkle. Um not much to say actually about Dynamite coming off of the episode Ganina. Uh Leo mentions yung uh, shenanigans in MJF and Adam Cole. I thought that was pretty funny, but um they're only beginning palang to tell the story. Uh, I think the way they're handling this is a bit funnier than how MVP and Matt Hardy did it back in the day. Because ito parang ah, yeah. <laughs> mas, mas, ano eh, mas uh, it's a, it's a more central storyline for one. MVP Matt Hardy it was a, a midguard storyline, admittedly, diba? But this is a world championship storyline under the guise of the Blind Eliminator Tournament, diba? The, the Blind Elimin- Eliminator Tournament is only the package. For what is inherently the world championship storyline, so um, th- we're only getting chapter one or chapter two. So enjoy natin to before we look back and like dissect what we feel about it all. Unless either of you have any thoughts na gusto niyo ng ilabas this week? No, no, uh, really. no. I'm, I'm just enjoying it because I know it's just existing wala pa ng storyline. It's already funny, very really Yeah, di ba? Uh, ang gusto ko malaman if ano uh, talagang binench ni na MJF and Adam Colion yung all that weight. <laughs> Because like uh, I I think it was Adam Cole. Hindi niya pinapatouch sa chest yung bar eh. If Roe were here, he would have bitched about it. I'm pretty sure that we would have heard a Roe rant about how I, I, honestly, po I don't even know if Adam Cole really does lift weights. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I made no such claim. Wala akong opinion dyan. Sinasabi ko lang yung observation ko is that the bar did not touch Adam Cole's chest. Yun lang. <laughs> Let's talk about NXT right here on the audio-only part of this week's episode. Let's start with the Creed brothers, who surprisingly lost the Losers Leave NXT match against the Dyad. Now, uh, if you've been following yung mga rumors, you might have read yung article saying that the Dyad might have been on their way out of WWE or they they asked for their release or whatever. So when the Loser Leaves NXT stipulation was made, sabi ko, okay, what a convenient and slightly organic way to write the Dyad out of here. But instead, it's the Creed brothers who are gone. So <laughs> this is a blind side for us. And uh, obviously, the next step is for them to go to the main roster. Alang na magpakita sila sa level up, di ba? Uh, but what do you want to see na sa kanila when they make it to the main roster? Because for me, I don't really care whether they go to Raw or SmackDown. I just want Ivy Nile to be there with them pa rin. Yeah, same. I agree. Ivy Nile should be a part of that stable. Since sila na lang yung core talaga na naiwan, diba? like Malcolm Bivens is no longer with the WWE, and see also Rodney Strong and all the other guys who were a part of that stable, no longer part of it. So I, I agree that they should be called up together as a threesome. Uh, but uh, where I would put them, I also cannot say. Uh, siguro doon na lang sa... That's a, the show now must get hand and tag team. So I'm going to say, well, is it Raw now that needs more tag teams? I think SmackDown. SmackDown, Smackdown needs, needs tag team. more tag teams. So uh, SmackDown needs more tag teams. Yeah, yeah parang, parang pantay lang actually. So I'm looking at the rosters right now. I think they both have the same amount of tag teams. Oh, wow. Weird, okay. Like, in the best way. So again, yeah. so yeah, okay. Yeah, good for them then. Without a shortage of tag teams for one of the rare times in wrestling history. Yeah. Uh, uh, I also want to just see them treated properly. Hindi yung call up sila and then they become comedy wrestlers all of a sudden. Yeah. Nothing, uh, not that there's anything wrong against that or with that, but at the same time, you're talking about two very accomplished amateur wrestlers. You'd think that they'll have more plans for somebody who fits that mold. 
Yeah, um for me naman, di, di ba may katag team si Ivy Nile before? Yeah, Tatum Maxley, she turned on Ivy Nile. She's now we're, we're, like got her emo. She's on her own. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. So, but um uh Diamond Mine uh Creed Brothers, yeah, they, they will add depth to an already deep tag team division. So uh them going to the main roster will only benefit the division. Uh and they have really impressed me in their three year or two year run in NXT. So I think they should be fine in the main roster. Where, wherever show they would be put on, whether it's SmackDown or Raw. Um but like uh I see but honestly, I also see some singles potential for Julius Creed. Since we see we we saw a little bit of that in NXT, so um, kung hindi man sila magig successful as a as a tag team, I also see some potential in both of them as single stars. So you know where I see them now, wherever America. Sorry, just to jump in here. Sorry, I I just thought of this right now. I see them as as a, as a counterpart to uh, Alpha Academy. Yeah, wherever ah, Chad okay, Gable okay. is and Otis is. Because they have that same background. And remember, Chad Gable got his start in American Alpha, which unfortunately had a premature ending. Right. So this is their way to retool that sort of. American Alpha, call them new or Alpha Academy, call them new recruits or something. That's a perfect way to introduce this to you. Yeah, um, I, I just don't know how Ivy Nile will fit alongside Maxine Dupree. Uh, but I'm glad that we all agreed na parang incomplete if the Creed brothers go up and Ivy stays on NXT. Yeah. Kasi, yeah. Uh, you know, they were able to turn, uh, you know, chicken doo-doo into chicken salad with uh, the members of Diamond Mind going in and out of the roster. Itong tatlo talagang pinaka uh, natira, di ba? From the pinaka stable. So, um, kanina we mentioned... Which division or which tag team division would need them more? I'm looking at the list now of all the active tag teams in WWE. I want you to give me a number of how many tag teams you think there are. Combined, ha, Raw and SmackDown. Give me a number. Like eight. Your rough count. Eight ang sagot mo, Emil. Sige, ikaw, Chino. Let's say... Let's say 12. All right, Chino's actually closer. There are 15 active wow. tag teams. Okay, damn, all right. That's okay. a deep division right diba? there. Uh, let, me, let me enumerate them in case my magsabi na, and they, I know, pro WWE ka lang stand because they sign your paychecks. <laughs> right? So, you got the, the champs, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Right. You got the New Day, Alpha Academy, Imperium, In The Share, The Viking oh, Raiders, Angel and Humberto, Maximum Male Models. That's eight. That's just raw. You go to SmackDown. You have The Usos, The Street Profits, LWO, the Brawling Brutes, the OC, Pretty Deadly, and Hit Row. That's 15. Wow, that's a deep... I, I've never seen WWE have a deeper tag team division than it is. Hindi pa kasama yung NXT gen, diba? Yeah. Uh, yeah, wala pa. That's just yeah. the main roster. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's why I also thought... Uh, I, I know maybe this is not an NXT topic anymore, but split the tag belts again. Because it's sobrang daming tag teams on both shows. Now, you could... Uh, justify having two titles for the tag team division. Hey, I, I don't think anyone's arguing with you there, Emil. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with KO and Sami Zayn as we head towards SummerSlam. Maybe they'll do something to split up the tag team championships because 15 teams and only one team holding two sets of championships. You, you kind of do want to see uh, some other team get some love in the form of gold. So... Uh, let's see where the Creed brothers fit into all of this if and when they finally get their main roster call-up. So 
It's kind of weird to say this to the team that just lost, but congratulations to the Creed brothers, I guess. All right, uh, moving on to one more big thing that happened on this week's 4th of July episode of NXT. We got NXT Underground. So Eddie Thorpe defeated, uh, what's his name, Damon Kemp. And this is Gable Stevenson, very weird and they acknowledge yung real life biological yeah. <laughs> siblinghood nila. Uh, but you know, we we got to simulate raw underground once again. And then uh, as a side note to that, Josh Barnett nagparamdam on Twitter and he called it fake blood sport. So yeah. let's break NXT Underground down first before we get into Josh Barnett's thoughts. You know, I know when I was watching because honestly, no raw underground. Hindi ko siya pinapansin eh. Pero I just note, yun na nga, yung the Josh Barnett comments. I really thought that it's their answer to the blood sport, and they did it better in NXT than on Raw. Honestly, mas mas na feel ko yung blood sport aspect niya on NXT rather than when they did it a couple years ago on Raw. You you guys are saying blood sport this blood sport that you forget NXT also did the fight pin. Yeah. If anything, that's also like blood sport. Probably well, okay, probably not more than because well, may ring yon, the barricade yon. But it's also like shoot fighting, diba? It's also knockouts and submissions, diba? So I don't know. Siguro Josh Barnett has the right to say na ah, ako yung nag-isip nito, ako yung nauna nito because he's an actual shooter. But NXT Underground for me worked a lot better than Raw Underground because it wasn't as pretentious anymore. Hindi na siya underground gambling ring, di ba? Hindi na siya, oh, hindi na siya nightclub. Tapos si Shane McMahon yung nagpapatak mo. Di ba? It was an actual match. It had actual stakes. It, it, the execution was weird kasi hindi ko gets kung ging coach bigla si Gable Stevenson and his way to motivate fucking Eddie Thorpe was to wave his gold medal in his face. <laughs> What is that gold medal gonna do? Yeah, exactly. What the hell is the gold medal gonna do? Like, that's it. Why? Why? Why would I care? I'm getting my ass beat, and then pinagyabang mo yung accomplishments mo, But, but, but because of Eddie Thorpe's New Japan strong style background, and because of See, see, Damon Camp being a, a shooter. To me, it was uh, uh, put together a lot better than any sort of raw underground product. Mas naging believable siya sa akin in this regard. So let's get into Josh Barnett's thoughts here in case Emil may gusto kang dagdag because Chino already got his thoughts in. Now, yun nga, si Josh Barnett took a, sh- took a shot at uh, NXT Underground. Look, guys, I like Bloodsport. I liked NXT Underground. I think they're not mutually exclusive to one another. I, as a wrestling fan, can like both things. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't need to be put in a position where, ah, no, blood sport lang ako putana, ride or die. You know, it's like uh, it's 2023. Can we stop doing this? It's the equivalent of saying, oh, you want the AEW, WWE lang, de ba? Kasi gumaya lang isa. Like it's the same thing. You're making the same argument. Do we really want to make that argument now? I need to check. Go ahead, Emil. Plus, in wrestling, every 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 company adapts to what is new and what is uh, trending. So, like with 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 WWE with their war games and AEW did the same thing with the with their own cage. Uh, yeah, match. blood and guts. Blood and guts. So, di di na bago na companies are borrowing off ideas of each other. And as, as long as the execution is great, then it's great for the fans because they will have more companies to watch their 
favorite match types in. So it's only beneficial for everyone. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. the, the only yeah. time I think it's tolerable to shit on anyone is if anyone endangers their their opponents or their co-workers mm. and, and is being deliberately stupid and careless about it. Otherwise, there's no point in saying, oh, we did it first or we did it better. It's like, okay, guys, come on. <laughs> uh, how, uh, uh, Gable Stevenson, uh, speaking of Gable Stevenson, uh, what did you guys think of his uh, uh, his... That was his first appearance, right? On uh, no, the the first time he stepped foot in a ring and did some moves. So, what do you think of uh, his development uh, in terms of being an in ring competitor, based on what you saw post uh, post match? Honestly, nothing surprising. Like lang tao. So I'm gonna need to see a lot more than that, you know, for me to get on the Gable Stevenson hype brain. Here. But yeah, I mean, they they did bring him out. Congrats to him. I guess na relegate siya to NXT now because I, if I remember correctly, he's a Raw superstar. That's right. Yeah, he did. Right. Get he he, got, he got drafted to Raw, right? So to for me, to see, it's a little surprising for me to see him there. The pan they're trying to make us forget na draft number one draft pick. Hey, who cares? Von Wagner got drafted. And he's still on NXT. Oh, that's also true. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, it's like uh, an NBA team putting their young stars in G League muna yeah. bago nila yaket sa <laughs> sa main team. So parang ganon yun. Ganon yung vibes na ako okay, with Gabriel uh, Stevenson. I I like his throws. I like the air time or the the hang time that uh, the the younger performance center talent got on his throws. So that was pretty cool. But we don't know uh, what else he can do. We don't know how effective he'll be as a character, as an all-around package. So I guess he's promising. But uh, when the bar is Kurt Angle, it's a hell of a bar. Because yeah. Kurt yeah. Angle wasn't just a shooter. He wasn't just a wrestler. He was an all-around performer. The dude could be maniacal and, mm. and talagang deranged, but he could and also comedy, be silly diba? and funny. I don't know if Gable Stevenson is any of those things just yet. So, uh, very, it remains to be seen. Pa yung vibe. I didn't win a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. So, yun pa yun. Well, we, we don't want him to be perk angle din naman. So, there's that. But yeah, uh, congrats to all the guys involved in NXT Underground. I thought it was fun for what it was. And I believe uh, one of us at least will talk about it again come Monday sa pick of the week natin. All right? In the meantime, we're going to send it back to the main recording from the live stream. All right. Um, if if uh, we got nothing else, then uh, this is, well, for, for you listening to the audio-only part, then this is the part where the audio-only uh, discussions come in. But for the rest of you, you can catch that on the Spotify version when this goes up uh, tomorrow. Um, thanks to our babyface producers at Podcast Network Asia. Uh Next week, we've got our usual pick of the week audio-only episode and we have another live stream. We hope everybody's back by then. Uh, do you have any plugs that you want to get out there? Let's start with you, Emil. Uh, naman. Just follow me on all my socials, on Twitter, on threads, uh, and on Instagram. Same handle, Emil underscore Meister. All right, Igalchino, I know you got a big show that you're going to be a part yes, of Yes, a very big show. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm not even on this show but I need to promote it because it's such a big deal. Rex Navarrete coming back to Manila after five long years. 
You've seen him on yung mga Marites and the Super Friends, if you caught that. Y- yung HBC Packers. He's the original. SBC. The, SBC Packers. He's the original Pinoy stand-up comedian. Way before your Joe Coys of the world, your J.R. Degustans of the world. There was Rex Navarrete, and he's coming back for one night only, July 22, uh, Saturday, Music Museum. For tickets, you can head over to comedymanila.ph slash shows. Yun lang. Yun lang yung gusto ko yung promo. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Chino. Uh, for me... Uh, just want to plug MWF You still have a few days To get your tickets Over on Ticket2Me.net MWF Action Novela TV Gigil at Romansa Happening on Sunday 4pm At the QC Memorial Circle Covered Court So we're super excited Because we have a lot of matches And a lot of episodes That uh, we're building uh, For you guys Para mapanood nyo As we get to Road to Fate Which is the next Big MWF show At uh, I believe it'll be At Power Max Center Spotlight So go catch Gigil at Romansa this Sunday uh, there will be new Oro Plata Mata merch that you could get there as well if you want to support this new faction this new group and idea uh, idea that uh, we're, we believe in and that we're building go check it out uh, this Sunday um, and yes as Admin Angela points out uh, these episodes that we are going uh, to tape over the weekend these, uh, these will be the debut episodes of MWF on Rock on Manila TV or Rock of Manila TV which is the network uh, the former RJ TV so that's uh, about to launch very soon so congrats to MWF on this uh, huge venture alright uh, we gotta get out of here thank you very much to everybody who joined us on the stream all of our subscribers our listeners our followers don't forget to leave a comment on at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. And if you haven't yet, give us that sweet, sweet five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper at the controls, best Babyface producer ever. And thank you to all the other best Babyface producers over at Podcast Network Asia for all of the work that they do behind the scenes. On behalf of China Liao and Emil ASH, my name is Stan C., saying thank you very much this has been another episode of the wrestling wrestling podcast stay safe stay healthy and don't be a dick wrestling wrestling podcast out bye-bye the views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of podcast network asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.